Welcome to Spirit School. I'm your mentor, Danielle Serenk, also known as the Squamish Medium. In this podcast, I share honestly all I have learned about the mediumship and spiritual development journey. My intention is to normalize these conversations, to make way for a more confident, clear, and connected wave of lightworkers, serving the world of spirit with an open and joyful soul. Welcome again to Spirit School. I'm so excited you're here. Um, So this is a new series I'm going to be doing on the Spirit School podcast. So every once in a while, I'm going to publish a reading for one of my podcast listeners. Um, I'll explain to you in a second how I have picked and chosen the people who will sit with me, which has been completely spirit-led. But I really want to be clear that I'm sharing these readings for a couple reasons. One is because this is me walking my talk and walking through fear and doing something that kind of scares me and I always preach and I teach and I talk and I mentor people on how to walk through fear and the only thing way to do it is doing the thing you could think about it and want to do it and then have all these excuses and reasons not to do it and you can let those reasons excuses kind of get in your way or you can just choose to do the thing and free up all the spare energy you have to make space for a new so doing something like this helps me continue to walk through different fears and resistances because that's what I preach. So I have to continue to walk that path myself. And the other reason is I really want to share these readings from a teaching lens because my passion is mediumship mentorship and psychic development mentorship, angel connection mentorship. So I'm going to continue to be a teacher. That's my dharma and that is my absolute passion. So The structure of these episodes may change over time. I haven't even planned this intro. I'm just kind of winging it. I'm going to to post the reading unedited um, front to back. You'll have the whole thing. I'm just probably going to cut the pleasantries at the very beginning. Um, When I was talking about my dog, you don't need to hear about that. So I might just start at the point where I start connecting for her. But other than that, it's going to be completely unedited. So it's the good, the bad, the not so great, the amazing, the yes, the no's all of it because I want there to be a real example out there of what a real reading could look like right like tv definitely I get it they want to show the best of the best so an hour-long reading they'll cut it down to a five-minute snippet it's all gold and what I have seen I mean I love that that's happening out there because it's really put mediumship out there in the mainstream and so all of us who are doing mediumship work like we're busy (laughs) right because thank you tv like people kind of get a sense of what we do and so there's a blessing to that but on the other side of that it also adds a lot of pressure for readers and creates this um it creates this idea that that's what it's supposed to look like all the time and it's not it's not supposed to look like that all the time it doesn't look like that all the time there are a lot more people out there talking now versus when what I was exposed to in my early development, like even John Edwards was on a podcast recently talking about this, like, yeah, I have bad readings once in a while. I'm like, thank you for saying that because not every reading is a knock out of the park. Not every person is going to be energetic match to how you work. You can work with your guides and your spirit team on how to align the most aligned clients to you without a doubt, which is how I found Molly, um, who's my first client that I'll be doing a reading for on the podcast. And I'm recording this at the time. It's I just ended the podcast uh, or the reading like 12 minutes ago. So I'm just kind of pushing this out while everything's kind of fresh in my mind. But I kind of wanted to just give a more real, um, you know, 
lens on what a reading could look like with somebody. And again, I work very differently than other people. There'll probably be people out there who will like hear my reading and be like, I don't know what the big deal is. And there'll be other people like, holy crap, like I wish I could have a reading like that. There's going to be a wide scale of everything and every opinion. But I've done a lot of work on myself for the past few years in the past maybe year more than ever before to get to know who I am so it doesn't really matter what other people think of me and I just have to kind of embody and be proud of what I put out into the world so this is just another part of why I'm doing this um, hopefully that resonates with some people out there if you are a reader and like you're new to developing um, this is something I talk about a lot in the initiation circle um, with people I'm like you know go watch other readers work like real readers like demonstrations of mediumship um, spiritual service spiritualist services I mean they're free on online and you get to watch a medium work every Sunday. Jenna Nohavik um, has a church, The Journey Within. I go to that one every Sunday. And then there's also um, You Don't Die Radio does a service every like 11 a.m. Pacific time. It's free and you get to watch amazing mediums work. Like there's so many different ways that you can watch mediums work that are not highly edited um, and they're, they're real. They're real. So that's my spiel around that. So we'll see how this goes. Um, I do have about 10 interviews lined up or 10 readings lined up and I might post like three or four or five. I don't know. I'm not going to make any promises. I'm just going to kind of keep going. I don't want this to be a podcast that's fully um, based on this, but I do want to kind of pepper these within my current content to kind of meet the need of different people who are out there so would love to know what you think about it all and you can leave a review or you can message me um, or you can share the episode and like tag me in it. it would be awesome so now to kind of get the to the meat of what I wanted to say which is I've been inspired to do this since January but Ever since, obviously, I went through grief last year. You guys have heard nonstop about that. <laughs> I really changed as a person, fundamentally. And there was a point in time where I was like, I don't know who I am anymore. Like, what am I doing? Like, I'm brokenhearted. Like, how can you do this brokenhearted? Like, there was a lot of shifts happening for me in these past few months. So when Spirit was giving me the inspiration, do them on your radio show. And I'm like, uh, no, that's like not going to happen. I was pretty much like, no. <laughs> I'm like, I don't even do like like live group readings. I'm like, why, why would I be doing that? And uh, they kept bringing me the inspiration. And I was out for a walk um, a month and a half ago. And I heard very clearly, again, I can easily discern a spirit's voice versus my own. And I very much heard, um, ask Molly. And I was like, okay, Molly, like, I don't really know a Molly, but there are two Mollies on my Instagram who um, constantly engage with me like they're always like liking and they're like oh my god I love this and like they're just so like engaged with my content so I wrote both Molly's and I said you know I have this idea to do this podcast uh, readings and I just felt drawn to ask you here's a link to kind of book in it's free it's just 20-30 minutes max and uh, all I need from you is like feedback and like just openness and one of the two Molly's registered so it was kind of cool um and so anyways that's how I picked my first um reader and then a couple other ones have just been I've just felt pulled and inspired to pick who I pick so I have received a ton of dms I would say near 100 saying can I have it can I have it can I have it and I'm like oh my god I wish I could do this for everybody but I'm literally just following the inspirations on who I should be giving readings to on this platform um and so another one was a local mom was posting on a local board saying I've never had a mediumship reading um and everyone tagged me but like I had to close down my wait list like I don't know 
how that's all going to work. Like I, I don't know if I'm a year booked out, two years booked out, three years booked out with 400 people on my wait list. So I was like, well, I have a big wait list, but I was like, I am doing this podcast project. So if you want to just like have a 20 minute reading with me and I can use it for my podcast potentially, then I would be happy to do that for free. And so she was super happy. So that made me happy. I'm like, yay. Like I actually get a feel like I'm being of service um, to a really kind of cool audience. So that, oh my God, guys, there's a hummingbird looking at me through my window right now. Like I could cry. it literally just stopped in front of my window and like was looking at me and hovering in front of me I'm like literally covered in shivers right now (sighs) okay because that was one of the things that came through for me this morning um I'm like a motivational speaker for myself just so you know (laughs) I'm constantly pumping myself up like I would pump other people up And, um, spirit was inspiring me earlier with a phrase. I hope I'm going to get this right, but it was like, your desire to serve needs to be greater than your desire to be right. And Ooh, that hit me guys. Right. Because what, one of the fears of being a reader is like, Oh, what if I look a fool? What if like people don't want to work with me after I do this? Like that's the humanness kind of coming in and the fear and all that stuff. And, um, that wasn't coming in very much for me. Like I've, I've moved far enough along, but it does kind of creep up cause I'm human. And I heard, you know, the inspiration come through very clearly. Your desire to serve just needs to be greater than your desire to be right. Ah. Oh just mind changing for me this morning. So I felt very prepared for my reading with Molly. So in the teaching side of it, how did I prepare? I had a crazy morning. My kids woke up at four. Um, My dog has an injured paw. So I'm nursing that constantly. She has a cone, a sock, a bandage, medicine, antibiotics. Like it's chaos at my house up until 830 in the morning. Took my dog for an hour long walk. Talked to my best friend, Christy Pike soulful branding uh for about half an hour on the phone while I was on my walk and um came home and it was chaos it was like my dog I had to give her her treat I had to rebandage her paw I had to clean it I had to put on her cone and then I was talking to my dad I said I have to go upstairs I have a reading in 20 minutes I just need to prepare I was intending on sitting down and doing this visualization that I do um which I lead you through in the initiation program it's just five minutes it's quick it's active gets the clairs going um and just as I sit down to go do it my dad was knocking on the door and he's like Danielle he's like your dog just ran through the muddy backyard and I had to go rebandage her retape up her sock at like <laughs> and so I came upstairs literally two minutes before Molly came on and so what I really had to do just quickly is just sink into my heart expand my energy out because I sit in the power all the time I'm able to kind of do that on an instant through intention and I just whispered the prayer to spirit thank you for allowing me to be of service today I'm a clear channel for you and I'm going to do the best I can and then I came on and Molly was there and we just kind of went so what you're going to hear next is unedited our reading together um, and I hope you enjoy it Cool. Well, thank you for doing this with me. Yeah, thank you. Um, yeah, so we'll just kind of see what happens. I mean, I've had this idea for a little while um, and I just haven't had time. You might notice in my podcast, it's just like twice a month I've been posting. Life has just been like so busy. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I've wanted to, from a teaching lens, just kind of do a couple readings. I have like 10 booked. I'm going to probably pick four that I'll actually put up on the podcast out of them. Um, and I want to do them from like a really teaching lens because I want to tell people like how I prepare. So like this reading, if it makes on the air, I'll be like two minutes before I was rebandaging my dog's, (laughs) my dog's leg and like running upstairs. I'm like, 
okay, here we go. And then also like the aftermath and stuff like that, and just different ways that I process the information. So appreciate you being a vulnerable guest for me. And thank you for rescheduling twice with me. (laughs) Funny enough, you're still my first tomorrow. I have a couple Um, Saturday. I have a couple too. So I'm like, Molly's still my first. So (laughs) (laughs) Um, do you want me to use your real name or I can like omit your name if you want as well? My name's fine. Yeah. I think this is great. I was like telling my mom about it and I was like, this is finally like, this there's not free information like this. I mean, like, that's why I was attracted to you to begin with. Cause you were just so vocal about all these things and like, just like sharing all the things that people don't say out loud and have in their head. And I was just like, I don't know. I listen to your podcast all the time. Like it's so helpful. <laughs> well, and that's what I try to do. Um, and this is going to be like me walking through a lot of fear too, because I've always done one-on-one work with people. I've never been really into group readings. I've done a few demonstrations, but I have really severe stage fright in groups. Even when I have my mentor observe me working, I have that kind of like testing anxiety where I'm like, am I going to fail this test? <laughs> like the anxiety comes up. So this is just another way that I'm walking through fear, putting myself out there and just seeing what happens, right? Yeah. This is how I, I preach. So I have to walk my talk. And so this yeah. is just another way of me walking my talk and doing something <laughs> that makes me uncomfortable, but I think will help people. And in the end, the only reason why I do what I do is to help people. So we'll just kind of see what happens. Right. So, Mm -hmm. so we'll just get started. I get covered in shivers around you already. Like my skin's just like, um, so that's always a lot of fun too. So I assume you've had a reading before. I've had a reading before. Um, what's so funny is that like, I don't think I've ever technically paid for a medium reading, but I've always managed to have like 15 minutes or like, you know, like, or, you know, I've met someone that they told me something or, and I, it's the only reading that I haven't paid for <laughs> and you got it, but I've gotten one. it like a little, like at least a little bit. And it's like, I don't know why I, I have such a connection with people that have passed in my life. Like I'm super close to most of them, you know, and I'm like, why haven't I done that? I don't know. I don't know why. Yeah, well, the funny thing for me is when spirit was really inspiring me to do this a few months ago, like in January, uh, last month, you know, I was going through quite a few things and I kept hearing like, ask Molly, ask Molly, but there's two Molly's on Instagram that <laughs> constantly are like hearting or like engaging. And so I wrote both of you and you book, she didn't. So I was like, well, oh. I Molly. <laughs> nice. <laughs> like, and then you were generous enough to sit for one of my mediumship students as well. So I really, really appreciate that. Um, oh, and your partner. So, so yeah, so we just kind of see what happens and my readings, the way that um, they evolve over time, of course, as I evolve over time, um, I mainly and almost solely studied mediumship for my first five years of development and then started branching out more into psychic work, angel mm-hmm. work, like spirit guide work, and of course, teaching mentoring. So my readings are really kind of like I set the intention to meet the need of the soul, mm-hmm. hope to provide information that gets you excited about your life, gets you moving forward in a really positive way, whether that comes from a loved one, your own soul, or just like inspiration coming through me. That's just kind of what happens. So we will wait to see what happens. So what I just need from you is yes and no's, what you understand, what doesn't make sense yet. Um, there's an opportunity after giving you a day to kind of reflect and give some extra feedback if something kind of comes up that isn't understood today. So that's perfectly fine as well. Uh, 
That's happens really a lot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I tell some of my students sometimes, I'm like, you know, I've walked away from readings thinking like, oh my God, like I just totally shit the bed on that one. But then they rebook and they're like, you know, everything I understood, like a couple days later, I'm like, oh, uh-huh. I'm torturing myself over this. Yeah. And so I've learned to kind of relax around it. And uh, yeah, so I just kind of open my awareness. I open my energy. I've already set my intention and we'll just see what comes through. So just bear with me for a second here. So the first thing that I'm feeling is the presence of a male. I do feel like it's older male. He is making me, uh, he's making my voice change. Like I can actually feel it in my throat and I want to be very boisterous. Like I actually have like a really strong and powerful voice I hear. Um, and it actually makes me want to speak louder and like speak clearly. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like this is someone who didn't mince words. This is someone who, um, had a very unique voice, like people under could hear, but it was like thundering almost. It was like, if there was a mm-hmm. laugh, it was like people would turn heads because they're like, whoa, <laughs> that was a bit loud. So I'm hearing that with him, a lot of pride with him. He's making me sit up very tall. Um, and that's usually a signifier that I have somebody who kind of knew themselves, right? Like confident. I feel very confident. I also was made to feel some pain in my chest. Um, so whether that's like lungs, heart area, um, I was definitely feeling some chest. Does this make sense with someone you knew in the spirit world? Yes, I think so. Would this be a grandfather? Hmm. I wasn't thinking grandfather, but my grandfather was in spirit. Just keep, keep, keep with it. Um, I'm getting a lot of action with this person. Like this is somebody who like did a lot of things like this is someone who was like kind of in constant motion is how they're making me feel um and I don't know why I want to say this because I'm actually feeling flush saying this but I don't feel like this is someone who is easy to embarrass but I do feel the sense of humor with this person is um kind of like friendly but picking on other people (laughs) How he makes me feel. Does that make sense for you? Yeah. (laughs) Because I'm like, please don't embarrass me right now. (laughs) It's how he makes me feel. So this makes sense what you're thinking of in spirit. Yeah. Yes. Okay, perfect. Yeah. Because this is audio, so people will need to hear that. Okay. Great sense of humor with this fella. Great sense of humor. Um Again, with the voice, like, I don't know if like he was like a closet singer or, or something like that, because like the voice like keeps coming up, like a very distinct voice. Do you understand this with him? Yes. So- he, he, I mean, if he spoke, you knew who was talking immediately. Okay. Once I kind of nail that, I'm like, okay, now it can, mm-hmm. like, you keep bringing this to my throat. Now he does take me to um, some pressure on the back of my head. Would you understand this with him? Yeah. Okay. So, uh, just instantly he was like, Ooh, okay. Something happened back here. Um, so the sense I get from him, um, around this, I do feel like there's an accident of some kind, but he also makes me feel that like not everything is known about the passing. Does this make sense for you? Yes. Okay. So know that he sees and recognizes. He also shows me that um 
there's posters up for him. Like somebody like made some signs for him. Like there's like some memorial type stuff for him, yeah. uh, but like handmade, like really loving. Does this make sense for you? Yeah. Okay. I'm covered in shivers with his presence. Like he is just like, so, so, so close. Um, he really makes me feel that there are still people who are trying to uncover the full understanding of his passing. Um, like there's some people who just like, haven't let go. Mm-hmm. You understand? Like I'm talking yeah. about friends, like group of friends I'm talking about, and I do get the sense of injustice in a way. Does this yeah. make sense with his passing? Yeah. Okay. He's making me feel like, but I'll say he's so chill. Like he reminds mm-hmm. me of like a SoCal, like surfer dude almost. Right. Where he's just like, That's chill everyone. <laughs> chill. Does that make sense? Yes. Okay. It's like, just chill. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, it's all good. I'm in this <laughs> place now. And so like, he's, this is how he's actually making me talk. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> he's a happy guy. Like this is like, like life of the party kind of guy. He's also showing me, I don't know if you have memories with him. Um, I'll see if he gives me more about the passing and stuff. Cause he does make me feel this injustice, but he does make me feel there will be like a resolution around it. Okay. I don't know why I keep being drawn to one other male um, in this situation. Like, was this a car accident of some yes. kind? Okay. Um, and that was did the person who kind of caused the impact, like take off. Um, no, it was him and another person who passed together. Okay. So know that there's recognizing like one other male. Mm-hmm. I recognize that. Okay. I'll see what else kind of comes through from that. Cause he is very much bringing forward for me that there's confusion and lack of clarity of like what happened. Right. And there's like, there's people who like want answers, mm-hmm. but the sense I am getting from him is like, it was an accident. Um, like there was no maliciousness, but I do get the sense that there may have been some impairment of some kind on, on, on either side. Do you understand this? Yeah. Okay. So it's kind of like, it's unfair. Yeah. Because everyone knows better. Right. Yeah. And the way he's, he reminds me of like this little Peter Pan kid. Cause he's just like, Ooh. <laughs> he's just like, there was some wrong, but he, I get a real lighthearted sense from him. He recognizes, I feel mother. I feel there's a couple friends like that still uh, bring things to the scene of his passing. I think that there are still, um, there's still something there. Like, you know how sometimes people put up a cross yeah. at like a scene. I feel like there's something there and people bring things to this space and place. So he feels incredibly seen and honored, yes. incredibly seen and honored. And he is working very hard to bring everyone peace. He is working very hard to bring people signs that he's still here, especially around mom, um, especially around mom, because was she a single mom? Um, I think at the time she was. Yeah. Because yeah, she was feel like she really put all her efforts into him. Like he was, I think he had siblings to be honest yeah. with you. I don't think he was an only child, but she put like a lot into him. He was a free spirit. She knew that she mm-hmm. was just like, gotta rein this guy in. But, um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. But he, he lived a lifestyle. Like he lived a life 
like, he's just like, I lived like a big life. He shows me surfing. He shows me skateboarding. He shows me like, I don't know, like in Squamish, we do parasailing. I do not, but like, he's showing me like this kind of like risky stuff where he's like, I got to live. Like I lived longer and bigger and greater than most people I know in my years here. And yeah. And so like, there's like, he's almost like this, like motivational speaker. I feel on the other side, he would really motivate people. And he'd be like, everyone needs to like, do the things because tomorrow's never promised. And, you know, it's funny because when I was on a walk earlier, I know that phrase, but that phrase kept playing in my head. Tomorrow's never promised. Tomorrow's never promised. And I'm hearing it again with him now. And so I think he lived his life really understanding and embodying that could be here for a year, could be here for 10 years, could be here for 70 years. And I think that he had a freedom to him because he had an understanding of that. You understand? Yes. He makes me feel that these aren't things that he expressed while he was here, but his energy emanated it. People mm-hmm. just wanted to be freer around him. Yeah. Take me back to his memorial there. I do feel very much that there's somebody out there speaking or educating or talking about what happened. Can you place this? Do you understand this? Mm. I think, I mean, I don't know of one person specifically. I think there's a lot of people. Well, he makes me feel like he gave me a symbol. I don't think it's literal, but like the awareness ribbon. Like I, I feel very much like he's acknowledging that there are people out there sharing his story of his whole life, but also the accident to kind of like help like educate and inspire people, if that makes sense. Yeah, there is. I, I think I'm, I think I have an idea of what that is. Okay. So just trust that. Like, if that doesn't make sense now, it'll come to your awareness. I believe mm-hmm. so. So now I say with you, I know your name's Molly, but I feel like I want to call you something different. Um, mm-hmm. Like, did he call you something different? Like I was hearing the word sis, um, but I'm not saying that that's what he called you, but it was definitely like a nickname. Do you understand? Um, <laughs> I'm trying to think back, like, cause he was such a jokester. Like I'm sure he called me all sorts of things. <laughs> sure. It might come to you later, but yeah. I don't want to call you Molly. I feel okay. like I call you everything, but right. Like it's okay. like calling you nicknames, but the way he makes me feel about the time that you guys got to spend, spend together. I'm assuming this is a friend after talking about him so much with you. He makes me feel that there was like a big group of you, but like your energy with him is like a yin to a yang. It's like you kind of embodied a little bit more peace. And I could feel that even just within you, I was covered in shivers, just like even connecting with you. Um, Your energies were very different, Mm -hmm. but you guys really got a lot out of each other. He makes me feel it's like Mm -hmm. you brought me back down a little bit to like, you know, peaceful earth. And like, he inspired you to take a little bit more risks in your life. Mm -hmm. Yes. Now, can you validate after his passing? And I feel like it's him inspiring me to to say this as like, did you look into death and dying after he passed? Like, was this a big igniter about mortality with you? Because for some reason, he's making me feel like I passed. And then she all of a sudden started like getting a little bit more spiritual in the sense where it's like, what happens to us when we go? And it, it kind of brought up like a little bit of your mortality. Does this make sense for you? Yeah. I think that I've, like I said, I have, I've had many people pass away, but 
I think because this was so random and it was, we were always together that it was just so much more impactful in my life. Like it made a huge difference when he passed and yeah, it brought my attention was just like, I don't know. I dove into like all the feelings and the thoughts and where are you and are you okay? Yeah, definitely. He makes me feel that very much. Like he felt the curiosity that you had after that. And, um, I do get the sense he's come in a few dreams. He shows me him coming a few dreams with a skateboard. He shows me him holding like a skateboard. I don't know if that's like literal or actual, but he does show me he's come very clear to you in a couple dreams. You understand yes. this? Yeah. He, he really wants me to say that like, even if he could play this small role for you here, like being that kind of like spark, that kind of like made you think deeper about these type of things. like he's incredibly honored to hold that space and that role for you because he makes me feel you taught him a lot. Okay. And so he makes yeah. me feel very much. I want to say like, I'm glad I could hold that role for you. Mm-hmm. Um, and that makes it feel like it's not wasted, you know? Yeah. It's like not wasted. He also, um, for you. Okay. So whenever I play with my rings, whenever mm-hmm. I have to play with my rings, I have to talk about marriage and stuff like that. Now here, I'm just going to say for the podcast people, I know you have a boyfriend because your boyfriend was one of my sitters one day. Correct. Yeah. Okay. So I just want to give like disclaimer. This isn't wow. It's like, I know this about you, but there is this thing where I have to say, put a ring on it. <laughs> so I don't know if this has been like a discussion or a non-discussion, but uh. this is somebody who's not afraid to kind of like take, people. So does this make sense for you? Yeah. <laughs> oh, um, God. Okay. So I'll leave it there. Cause this is like when it airs. So okay. I'll, I'll leave it there, but he's kind of like, put a ring on Like, I want to do like the whole Beyonce hand thing mm-hmm. um, with your boyfriend. I feel very much, I don't feel like he got to know your boyfriend or anything. I don't think they knew each other here, but he no. likes him. He actually reminds me of him in some ways. Really? Does that make sense? Yeah, that's kind of interesting, though. So just know he sees for you. And I usually don't get like future stuff, but obviously he wants to bring something forward for you. Gain one of my intentions is how do we move this person forward in a really exciting way and get them excited for their life? He's like, I see big things for you. Like he's like, I see the marriage. I see the business. So um, I I feel very much like you're going to be having your own business of some kind. Okay. Um, the way that he makes me feel about it, it's going to be very on your terms. And he makes me feel like it's going to be like a slow pace, like not slow going, but you're going to choose not the hustle. You're going to choose the, I want to do this on my terms. I do feel it's spiritual in nature as well. I will say, because that was kind of like the message that he brought through earlier, both the sparking that, um, I do think it's going to be helping people as well. Um, does that make sense for you? Is yes. there something that's of interest for you? <laughs> I feel like you're already kind of doing it too. You understand? Yeah. yeah. It's like started, mm-hmm. but there's something about this transition into marriage. I'm just going to throw it out there. Okay. I feel like you're going to get married. So just, <laughs> <laughs> but there's going to be like something that also comes with that next life phase shift. That's also going to be tied to your career. And don't go get married just because I say it's going to help your career or anything like that. I feel like (laughs) there's like, 
it's like a big condensed chunk of time for you. That's just going to be like accelerating. Like it's just going to accelerate. So he shows me that there's like this acceleration that's going to be happening for you within the next 18 months. I am being shown. I also feel it may be a move. Um, so I'm not sure if you guys have discussed like switching houses or actually physically moving locations. Has that come up recently? Yes. Okay. So just him also validating sees all this mm-hmm. knows it's happening. I feel good mm-hmm. about him to be honest with you. I get my third eye is tingling right now. So this is something you really want to visualize. It's something you want to like vision board because I feel like this, this move is going to be long lasting. Like it's going to be like making roots. So it's going to be something that you're going to want to bring in and like really visualize and like talk to your partner about it and like vision board, Pinterest it. Like, I love your boyfriend so much. He's so open. And like, <laughs> I know you guys would like have fun creating something like that yeah. together. And I also feel like you've had a dream about it. I have a feeling like you just like know where you want to go. You know, I dream about like what I'm like my future. Yeah. Where you want to go? I have, yeah, I've had like, I guess like visions or something, you know, like, and I, and I guess I don't hold them so strongly because I want it to breathe and I don't want it to, you know what I mean? I want it to be what it, what it is. And so I don't like clamp down so hard. (laughs) (laughs) Right. I did a manifestation course in the initiation circle last month. And I said, I'm the instant pot of manifesting. I said it and forget it. Like, (laughs) (laughs) yeah. And it and forget it. I'm like just yeah. somewhere over here, right? Yeah. Um, so that that's really good. So just know there's something about dream state with you because the dreams have come up a few times and they don't come up very often. And I'm not someone who really remembers my dreams very much. So I do feel like you do get a lot of inspirations from spirit guides, angels, and your dream state. And so don't um don't not listen to them, right? Like trust yourself, like your higher self is definitely connecting to you in that state. Um, yeah. So the final thing I'm just going to tune into here with and for you is there's like, so my heart and my solar plexus are just like fully expanding for you right now. What, what I do feel very much. And I do feel this comes more from guide energy. I do feel, uh, your friend's energy kind of like, did my work. (laughs) Here we go. Um, he's still here, but I feel that this is coming like more psychically from guides, but I feel like there's been a lot of work you've been doing on yourself in the past short little while. Like I want to say like even just like the past year, but what I will say is that I am feeling very much like you have found your power, like you have found your personal power. I feel um, you've done a lot of work to get where you are right now. Do you feel that? Yes. Okay. Because I do work with a lot of women and I actually feel quite the opposite with a lot of people, but with you, I just have to kind of say that spirit really recognizes the work that you've put in. Like you haven't shied away from doing the work and like the payoff that I feel energetically from you is great. Like we got on this phone and like, I've been literally covered in shivers this whole time. And that's because (laughs) of a blend of our energy and you have a lot of power to you and a lot of energy to you, but spirit is making me very aware because they want to celebrate you on this, that you have done the work, right? You're not a bypasser. Yeah. You're not, you've done the work. And so just know from that power, from that place, like spirit, just kind of recognizing, like you've, you've, you've arrived at that space and place, whatever you really want to pursue because you have that personal power will work out 
to some extent, right? So it's like, again, having the dream, having the vision, but also having the flexibility that greater and more could possibly come. So again, not choke holding it. Mm-hmm. Um, but you're in a real big time of creation right now. I see gold. It's like, it's big. So you feel that you actually feel that in your day to day. I feel it. And I just, and I know like I'm in this space of like, not knowing exactly what it'll be or or what I'm supposed to like dip into more or learn more of, you know? And so that's what I'm figuring out, but I just feel like full, you know, like, I feel like I have enough energy to put it somewhere. I just don't know where exactly just yet. Okay. Let me see if I can come up with that for you for a second here. See what happens. But I want to say years ago, I remember driving to work. It was about two years into my mediumship development journey I just felt so excited, like so excited. I actually wanted to cry. Like Mm -hmm. I was just like so expanded and for no reason. And I just knew something exciting was coming. Right. It was like this, like sense of excitement. I I feel there's some similarity there between what you just described and what I felt years ago. And little did I know I would have the life that I, I get to live now. And so know that that feeling is actually it's starting to work itself out. Like that's literally the path starting to unfold. So just know that what I see very much for you is like service oriented work. I see you working with people. I see you working with women. I actually see you working with small groups. Um, I see you serving spirit in a way. What I do encourage you to do is where a lot of people want to be super niche down. It's just do what you're excited about and take that next little step because you actually don't know what you want to do until you start doing some things. And then it shifts and evolves, shifts and evolves. And everything that you've learned in the past little while will serve you no matter what you end up doing. So don't be afraid to be a Jill of all trades. Don't be afraid to not be like niched or clear, or I'm a medium or I'm a coach or I'm a X, Y, Z. You can be it all. You can absolutely be it all. So just focus on service and just say, spirit, I'm here to serve. Help me find my path. And they will align people in your path that you will be able to help at first. It might be free because they're just like, yes, I'll help you. And then all of a sudden you'll start to feel an energetic imbalance and you'll be like, actually, this is something I actually want to put out there. And you kind of work your way up and out. Right. Does that make sense? Mm Mm-hmm. But you yes. actually got to start taking the next few steps to get clear and clear and clear on what it is that you really want to do. Yeah. Yeah. You feel, I feel like, you know, a lot, like, I feel like you've taken like a, a couple different things. Um, does this make sense for you? Yeah. yeah. I was told recently that shaman works. I was just going to say shaman. I was like, just going to say shaman. I was like, cause I, I wanted to give some examples. I was going to use, like, I feel like there's Reiki slash energy work. I feel like there's like a bit of shamanic stuff there. I feel like there's like feminine work stuff there. I feel like there's like real emotional intelligence stuff there. Like I feel like there's, and you have a lot of energy. So whatever (laughs) you decide to do, the energy is going to move through you. Okay. So it's not all about like your mind and your abilities. It's like, can I be the clearest channel right now? And that takes time to build up that trust in yourself to get there, but it's worth being on the path and learning while you go. That's how we do it. There's no other way to do it. Mm -hmm. So just, you know, if you weren't afraid, what would you do? Right. We had your friend come through who passed quite young and it's like, tomorrow's not promised what would you do? Just do the little thing. And I promise you, um, more is going to unfold the more steps you take, but I feel good about it. So I hope this was helpful. So 
<laughs> so I don't typically ask this in professional readings, but because this is going to be for my podcast, um, any feedback, any extra validations you want to give just for the audience. So they know I haven't paid you. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, so my friend, yeah, he passed away in an accident. Um, he was with another person. He was the passenger, mm. which is super rare. Mm-hmm. He always drove. He was always the person that drove. Um, there's like, we count on like our hands, how many times he let someone else drive him. Like, it's just, it was rare. Um, and so they drove out, turned a corner. They took it too fast. They were in like a sports car, um, and they got into the accident. And so there's, that's why people don't know, but they, they, they saw it like seconds after, but they don't, they didn't missed the moment it actually happened. And that's why everyone has this, like, what happened? Like, why did this, you know, like there's, We'll never know because we didn't physically, nothing was caught, you know, like, um, I wasn't there, but, uh, yeah, for the last, I don't know how many years we were really close. I, I knew him since I was like 10. Um, he was older than me. And so he was that very active spirit. Like, oh my gosh, he would do the, you know, diving. He would like snowboard. He would skate. He was definitely into surfing, love the ocean but also like ranch life. Um, like, I think he like wanted to be the cowboy. And it's so funny. You said like about the vocal thing, because people, I mean, sometimes people would recognize his voice before they recognized him. Right. And he also, his like secret, his like secret wish was like, I wish I could sing. <laughs> and he wouldn't tell a lot of people, but, but it was definitely, he like loved music. He was a big music fan. Um, but yeah, when he, it's crazy when he passed away, and this is the only time I've ever had this sort of thing happen, but it was like a couple of weeks after he passed away. I saw him for like two seconds in my hallway mm. and it like hurt my body when I saw him. Like I was like, Ugh. it was like, you know, when you're like, when you almost get into a car accident and you're like, you like all of a sudden, like your body's like, um, like adrenaline and, and like, you just gets tight and tense and it almost like hurts your heart, you know, for a quick second. It felt like that. Yeah. And it's, it like happened so long ago that now it feels like a dream, but the dream thing is crazy because he came in. Like when I saw him in my dream, I like looked into his eyes and I was like, I'm looking at you. Like, I know I'm looking at you. So we had a few of those. I mean, maybe like five or seven, like, and then, um, yeah, as far as like my work thing, it's so funny. Cause I recently got a reading and it just so happened to like line up where it was so close to your reading. So I just <laughs> got this information. Um, and yeah, the whole shaman thing came out and, um, that I'm like creating my own mix of things. Right. I mean, like, it's kind of what shaman work is, right. Like they take a little bit of this and that, and I've also been told that I have some like energy healing thing. And that when I speak, I let out a certain vibration. Um, so yeah, all that stuff resonated with me. Like, it's funny because I am so open. I don't ever want to like put down like the list of questions and stuff usually, or like when I get readings, I just want like whatever's supposed to show up, like is what I'm supposed to hear. Um, I want to get out of my own way, you know, like most of the time, because I know I'm like Capricorn and I'm just like, well, what do we do? And we can't fail. And I need a plan, you know, (laughs) like, I'm like, shut up. Like you got to stop doing that. So, um, this was very helpful. Uh, and the work that I've been doing on myself is like, 
you know, you do a bunch of work and of course it's like a lifetime of stuff, right? Like it's ongoing at every age and every 10 years, like something else happens in your life and you learn more. And I was just grateful. And it's nice to hear from you, like confirmation that it's like, like what I'm feeling is lining up with what it is, you know, like it's actually happening and it's not just like wishful thinking or something. Yeah, Um, absolutely. Well, yeah. Yeah. Thank you for sharing all that. And, you know, with this, with the spirit work switch teach, like in my mentorship that I do, like in the, even in the initiation, it's, it's actually a declaration, right? Mm -hmm. A lot of people are just like waiting for the signs, waiting for, you know, the certainty and like waiting for like the red carpet to kind of roll out, but spirit work mostly is a declaration, And so it's just whenever you feel that excitement and that readiness within you, you just make that declaration and spirit's like, all right, we're off to work. Right. Mm -hmm. So just don't be afraid to make some declarations on what you're passionate about and it will work out. Yeah. And it's so crazy that I got offered this, like, which is such a blessing because I mean, I started following you a year ago, I think when like COVID happened and broke out and, um, there's been a lingering thing connection with you of like, okay, I'm going to, I don't know what yet, but eventually I think I'll take something that, you know, a class or, <laughs> or I'll become in part of the, like one of the groups or something. And it's been this ongoing thing where I'm like trying to figure out my life. And then just recently I'm like, you know, you've reached me and I'm like, wow, <laughs> that just happened for me. Like basically I'm forcing you into working yeah. with me now. Like, <laughs> So great. <laughs> no, and I'm not going anywhere. I'm always going to have stuff available and like, I don't sell or anything like that. So it's just yeah. like, whenever you feel a call, I got always got tons of stuff going on, but um, I'm glad that we got to connect today. And I'm glad um, this worked out really well. And it's been a pleasure to sit in your energy. It's a beautiful energy. You're definitely vibe. So thank you. I think no matter what you end up doing, it's going to be good. So I'm excited <laughs> thank for you. Thank you. Thank you, Molly. So what happens for a reader after they complete a reading, and I know there's going to be a lot of people out there being like, yes, thank you for talking about this, but we're pretty hard on ourselves. Uh, We nitpick everything we didn't get right. We nitpick areas where we could have gone deeper. And of course, we could always go better. There's never going to be a time with mediumship for any medium where they're like, I am the best. I think I've only ever heard one medium say that and I won't name her, but say like I'm the best reader in the world. And I was like, dang, I wish I had even like, a fifth of that confidence (laughs) but for the most part from my experience I've mentored hundreds of different women um, through mediumship development and we're typically pretty hard on ourselves again thinking about everything that we got wrong everything that we could have gotten um, and didn't and I think looking back at this reading the only thing that I kind of cringe over is just assuming it was a grandfather at the beginning which it wasn't and this is something that has been happening in my mediumship for about five months for many years I was able to get the relationship almost 100% of the time always and in the past four or five months it's been a little bit elusive for me. Now, a lot of the information I get, I didn't get four or five months ago and mediumship changes and shifts. It really, really does. Like what you specialize in, what you're known for will likely shift and evolve as you shift and evolve. So what once used to work for you tends to not work anymore. And how I kind of look at it is it's just making space for new type of information to come in. Like there's only so much we can potentially retain. And maybe as I develop more, I'm only eight years into my development. So maybe when I get to year 20, year 30, 
everything will come through just super cohesively. But for now, this is just something that came up in my mediumship and I'm always going to work at getting better at it. But I'm also learning and have learned to be very gentle with myself and just walk away saying I did the absolute best I could and yes that piece of information was wrong um not everything in it was 100% understood for sure but for the most part she understood a lot of what I was saying and so I also could feel a lot of energetic shifts within her and I could also feel and get the sense based off her feedback that the reading had a positive impact on her so again looking at spirit's inspiration for me Danielle, your desire to serve just needs to be stronger than your desire to be right. I'm walking away from this reading thinking, awesome, I'm glad I could serve you today, Spirit. Thank you for allowing me to be a vessel of your message. And I'll see you at the next reading. So hopefully this helps. Would love to get your feedback on if you like these episodes. Um, Again, I'll just kind of pepper them throughout. If you're interested in your own development journey, you can join the initiation circle. It's $97 a month. Um, We do a lot of practice readings in there, classes, uh, group meditations, a lot of really fun active stuff. And I also have the initiation six-week mediumship foundations experience coming up. Uh, June 1st um, registration opens and it starts June 21st. So really excited for that. Um, And that's kind of where I help people get started in their mediumship journey. I've had people who um, have never had a connection, don't think that they're mediums and they've had beautiful experiences. So the method I created really works. Um, I've had over 100 women walk through it now uh, with great success. A lot of them are out there doing readings now. A lot of them are just way more intuitive and making amazing aligned decisions for them like for their lives and living a life that excites them and that's always kind of the core of what my brand and business is about so if you're scared to do something walk through it there is not a greater feeling in the world than being on the other side of something that you resist and I won't lie, I did a little bit of a dance and I did a little bit of a tear because I was proud of myself for being extra vulnerable and putting this out there for you guys. So sending you my love. We'll see you soon. I really hope you enjoyed this episode of Spirit School. If you did, please leave me a review and a rating wherever you're listening to this podcast. And if you do feel called to share this with your friends, thank you for tagging me on Instagram at Squamish Medium so I can also share. It really helps get the word out about the podcast. If you're interested in working with me in my one-on-one mentorship, a reading, or all the various programs that I run, you can go to squamishmedium.com or check me out on Instagram at Squamish Medium. The link in the bio has everything I am currently working on in service to the world of spirit. Have a great day, guys.